what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about Don't Worry, Darling, the newest weird sci-fi-esque, thriller-esque movie. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Like that, It's that type of film. It's got all types of drama and stuff. And we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about being back in the 50s, cooking, throwing food on the floor. It's going to be a whole thing. So sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones to Die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I am joined by my very gracious, wonderful co-hosts, Alex and Jerome. Alex, you look like you got something to say. So, Alex, how are you doing? I am just giggly. That's... <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm just a little tired. Fine. Uh, how are you guys? How are you doing, Jerome? <laughs> Dead and tired. <laughs> Our tiredness comes off in very different ways. <laughs> but what about you, Jonathan? Are you are you tired as well? I am. Um, well, I guess not today because I've had a couple of days of rest um, earlier this week. Uh, you might have seen it on social media, but Lil Nas, he got his wax figure. I was, got to be a part of that launch. It was very Is fun. the wax figure also look like he got dipped in uh, a vat of canola oil as well? Because I don't know what it is, Lil Nas X, but he always be shining. He always be glistening. Everywhere he goes, he takes I, good it, care of his skin. That's like I don't think it's taking care of his skin. I think he literally just be yeah, lathering up with baby oil everywhere he goes. Like <laughs> no black man be that shiny all the time. Um, he was not shiny in person. Neither was his <laughs> wax figure, but he was very tall. Like I did not expect him to be, and his wax figure is very tall as well. Oh, yeah, I thought it was little. He's taller than me. Like even. When, um, but he was, he was wearing very high, sh- high, uh, tall shoes. I'm about to say, was he actually tall or was he wearing like boots? It oh, was he's both. Six two. He, he's six two. Okay, okay. So maybe the same height as me, but still like with the shoes, it's, it's, it's very tall. Oh, I just ordered these awesome boots and I'm super excited because they're actually going to give me height. <laughs> so I'm hey. actually going to be like average height. That's nice. That's Tops of things. <laughs> Won't have to. Do you have a step ladder like in your apartment? I do. Yes. Maybe. Hey, maybe you I won't mean, need that with the new boots. You could, or maybe you'll just have to use be, one step. That'd be cool. I also have to use. Um, <laughs> going over to my sister's house is fun because Yasi, her wife, is about 5'11, I think, or 5'10. She puts things up high. And then I'll ask my sister, I'm like, why does she do that? She's like, because she doesn't realize how short we are. So here we are trying to get things with the freaking like clickers, clackers. What are they called? The pinchers. <laughs> oh, um, the um, oh tongs. My. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh my god! I, wor- I worked in a kitchen these. too. Yeah, and I worked in a kitchen once. <laughs> but anyway, so you you went to New York for that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very long day. Um, but yeah, it was fun. 
it was it was it was cool to see and everybody liked the wax figure like on social media and stuff like every like no one could tell who was Lil Nas and which one was the wax figure um yeah, I saw it. it. It's super impressive. The more I learn, the more you tell me about these wax figures, the more I get impressed. <laughs> I was like, and then they, I'm like, yeah, they disturbingly look like these actors and actresses and artists. It's a process. I also, uh, yesterday, along with the movie that we're about to talk about, I saw the bar, not, it's not the barbarian. It's just barbarian. I saw a barbarian. Did you like it? Was it worth it? Should, am I, I, I'm, Debating. I, I think so. I won't say anything about it because it's just crazy. You have to just watch it for yourself. But <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've only gotten one hint as to what's going on. And even then, it's so vague that I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means. If anything, that just gives me I, more questions than answers. I had I'm more confused I, to when I entered. I had no. Have you seen the trailer? I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't. Yeah, okay. I've seen. But the trailer doesn't give away anything either. The trailer is literally just like. You just see darkness. You see her oh. open that chamber in the side of the house, and then it's just people in the darkness and and screams. That's it. Okay. You don't get much more than that. So it, the, the trailer is extremely vague as to like what's going on. It's just like, hey, come this like come on over in September. It's gonna be real scary, barbarian. See you today. <laughs> yes, I hadn't because I I had just heard from people that it was good and that. Um, like it's crazy, it gets crazy. So that's all I was going into it expecting it. I thought it was gonna be some sort of like, I thought there was gonna be some like medieval, cause it's called Barbarian. You would think like, that's like yeah. a medieval thing, but it's not, it's set in modern day, so. Um, I think I read a description where they were just like, oh, person, a woman stays at like this rental house or she rents a house. It's like an Airbnb, yeah. yeah. And despite her better judgment, she stays. And I was talking to somebody I was working with about this movie. I was like, I don't know. I feel like if the it comes to a point where it's like, after the better judgment, like you decide to stay, it's kind of your own fault that you're now <laughs> murdered. All right, you got the warning signs. You saw the creepy message written on the wall. You, you heard the weird like screaming, like leave. Just go. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to see this through. I want to know what happens. Yes. I, I recommend it. Um, it was it was a good time. Although the people who I was watching it in the theater with were kind of annoying. Like, they were laughing at times that, like, clearly you weren't supposed to laugh at. Um, they were also whispering more than I would have liked. Oh, no. Yeah, so thankfully they were a few rows back for me, but still, like... This is why I just like going to watch horror films a lot of times now alone, because I'm really big into horror films, as I said before, and it just makes it easier for me to get more into the film. And also, I... Like, because, like, people in general just talk to make themselves feel better when it's a scary movie. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this way it's not real because I'm in this conversation or something. And it's just like, no, I just want to focus. I want to get into it. I want to be scared. Exactly. Uh, speaking of something that may or may not have been scary, especially the press. <laughs> the press was definitely scary for this movie. Don't worry, <laughs> darling. Uh, that is the movie that we are going to be talking about today. It was just released this weekend. 
Uh, it's about a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community. She begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. It is directed by Olivia Wilde, stars Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, Kiki Lane, Gemma Chan, Nick Kroll, Cindy, Sydney Chandler, uh, and many more people. Uh, basically, if this is your first time listening to one of our, one of our reviews, first we go over our non-spoiler thoughts. So we mention, you know, if we liked the movie, if we didn't like it, our overall thoughts, then we'll warn you before we go into spoilers and we'll dive deep into everything about this movie. Uh, so does anyone want to go first? Who wants to go first with their general thoughts on this movie? You're saying uh, it like you want to go first, but you don't want to go first. <laughs> I, 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 okay, I'll go first. I guess I'll go first. Um, <laughs> so obviously, there was a lot of press, which I get. We'll, we'll get into all of the uh, all of the stuff behind this movie because uh, certainly it was a movie in of in and of in and of itself. Um, but going into this movie, I didn't really know what to expect uh, from, I guess, the trailer, which I had seen bits and pieces of. This would probably be the type of movie that I would be gravitated towards. Um, kind of this like psychological thriller, uh, uh, kind of like twist and turn, like this society is not what you think it is type of movie. Um Execution wise, it was it was fine. I didn't think it was bad. I also wasn't fully there was something for me that was missing to get me to be fully invested in the movie. I don't know whether it was how it ended or how we got to the end, but there was something for me that was missing. Um People are review bombing this movie like crazy to hell and back. Uh, and I don't think it's as bad as the reviews. If you look up on Google state, like it's a one out of 10 on IMDb when we last looked at it. Dang. Uh, yes. Really? It, last week when we looked at it, it was like a one out of 10 and like a 30 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's at a 6.2 out of 10 now. Uh, okay. That's, that's, that's a lot better. I think that's, that's pretty accurate too. To how the movie was for me. Yeah. Um, but I had a fine time. I wasn't offended at the movie, but I wasn't like fully invested either. You sounded more excited to tell us about the barbarian than you were about. <laughs> Honestly, just- I was. And I watched the bar I watched Barbarian first and watched this second. So if only I, I had say, did you just call it the barbarian? You are the queen of hating when people add the to a title. I literally yeah. said, if you were listening to me, I said I made that same mistake at the beginning when I was first introducing the movie. So it's ingrained in my head. No, not you, Jonathan. I'm talking no. about Alex. Oh. <laughs> He's trying to call I'm me sorry. out because I said the barbarian. I would never call you a queen, Jonathan. I'm not you like that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being a queen. Hey, uh, Jonathan can be as he please. Yeah, I just feel like I don't think Jonathan would appreciate being called a queen. Like him personally, I don't. 
Like if you're clearly of something, good for you. Clearly, it did not matter. He he was ready to stand his ground about that mistake and be like, "No, I corrected it. Wait a minute, I already took care of that response." Queen Jonathan has spoken, and he, (laughs) as you should, as you should. No, I know, I do that. I do add the to things too, but I don't like. No, I don't like it when they just add the and then call it a whole separate movie. That is not like the same the thing. Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's bullshit. The Batman. No. No. It no. is a separate movie. It is <laughs> bullshit. Is what it is. Coming Maybe, in 2025, think, well, the Barbarian. <laughs> the Barbarian. And, and they would. They would do that. It was Barbarian. <laughs> now it's the Barbarian. We're gonna have. Don't worry, darling. The don't worry, the darling. <laughs> There's Mean Girls. Then the Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, there's emphasis on th- no. Stupid there's bullshit. Inception, then there's The Inception. Jerome, did you like this movie or not? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off track. Um, I, I I thought this movie was all right. Uh, I went to I, I went to see it with um on a date, and me and her both Ooh. were like we're so like we after immediately after the movie was over, we had so many questions. We just sat in the theater for like a solid like five minutes just asking questions off of just this ending alone because we were just like this movie left and i feel like it left us lacking like it it definitely left me lacking i feel like there's so much more there's so much more meat on the bones that this movie had that they just were like just before i could finish eating they just took it away from me they're just like nah you done big fella go ahead go ahead let me get that but i wasn't done yet now i'm done like the restaurant closing (laughs) right now let's go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so there's like so much there's so many aspects of this movie that i feel like uh story-wise i feel like they just left on the cut uh cutting room floor or just were never they were never gonna elaborate on especially when it comes to the visual because the visual of this movie is beautiful it's really gorgeous really interesting um it definitely has its own style i think olivia wilde is coming into her own as far as a director as far as finding what her movies look and feel like as far as tone and um that sort of stuff and so that's that stuff was cool i think it was a beautifully beautiful looking movie um acting wise i think florence Pugh is the one who's like definitely doing the most and she's holding up this movie but i think everybody else ranges from like people who are really good or doing a pretty decent job to people who are just like yeah, you're doing all right, but I feel like your role could have been played by anybody else and it would be the exact same. Um, and I don't think, I don't blame the actors for that. I think it's a direction because there are certain characters in here who you just forget exist because they just are not in the movie anymore um, until they need to be. And uh, it's, it's uh, Nick Kroll is the, especially the one that I was like, I feel like this character was meant to do more. And we don't get Nick to Kroll see a lot of Nick Kroll didn't even look like Nick Kroll half the time in the film. It's really so, weird. Him clean oh, no. shaven changes his re- face sometimes. You didn't recognize John Boyega for a long time. <laughs> I, I, was King look, exactly I was not looking. I was not. I was not always looking at John Boyega. I was not always looking at John Boyega's face, and I admitted to it. I held my ground to that too. This, but Nick Kroll this time he was fully clothed. He, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to be looking anywhere at Nick Kroll. I'm not looking anywhere but Nick Kroll's face. Respectfully. I'm not looking at, uh, anywhere else but Nick Kroll's face. I'm saying because he shaved, he looks so much younger. Oh, uh, okay. And it was yeah, kind of weird he, for me yeah. sometimes. He was, 
like his beard gives him much age. <laughs> um. So yeah, overall, I I think the movie's okay. It has some interesting ideas for sure. Um, and I was I was invested in the mystery, and I think the twist is cool. But it's like it feels like the movie was like, and here's the twist. And I was like, okay, cool. So tell me more about the twist. Now nah, the movie's over. What? Yeah. I feel like we just got just got acclimated to like you just flipped the script and then you literally then just turned me around and was like, all right, now leave. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of how I left the movie. And I feel like that third act, it, it just feels like the movie is rushing itself in the third act to finish. But I'm like, no, nah, it feels like you've got more story to tell. And I'm kind of waiting for, for you to do that. So that's that's how so much as I can say without spoiling anything. Um, but like, you know, that being said, I didn't hate my time watching this movie. Um, and I, I still think it's like a decent film. I don't think it deserves to be like torn apart. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch would have done really well in this film. Like his facial features and everything. He could have been in this film. That's an actor that they could have swapped out for another one. And nobody I would think have noticed. They could have swapped him for Chris Pine. Chris that's, Pine. That's, Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice man. Attractive dude. I don't feel like he was really doing much in this movie. <laughs> and I think that's the only, I think that's the only person Benedict Cumberbatch could have swapped out for. Yeah, I think so. I think, and they probably could have given him another scene too, because I feel like he was Chris Pine was barely in this. Same thing with Gemma Chan. I was like, why is Gemma Chan here? Why are why are we wasting this woman's time with this with this role? (laughs) Alex, what are your thoughts? I mainly enjoyed it for Chris Pine. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the movie was very generic. there was not really a surprise or anything i knew what it was it's basic this i kept thinking the one that i had majorly was this should have been what the stefford housewives remake basically was that's what i've been comparing this movie to instead of that weird ass like their half robot thing going on with the cole kidman's one no this is definitely this should have been the stefford wife remake with the modern technology uh fixing it um and yeah it it was to me it was a very okay movie there was nothing spectacular about it i love chris pine that's who i was mainly watching the anytime he was on screen that was my focus um and i was looking everywhere and like i i didn't pause (laughs) she's still thinking about chris pine now she's just like "Mm, mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> Look, that scene where him and like that scene with him and Florence when they, yeah, I, I, I talked to other people about what it. About really what, what about Harry Styles? He's a fucking cares rock. about Harry Styles. Ooh, you. I don't Alex, think he's that attractive. I would just be occur, like be incurring the wrath of different fandoms every oh, time we do this podcast. <laughs> yes. You know the Harry Styles stands are gonna come for you. You just. What are you doing? Are you, are you oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah. I'm real, still, I'm real scared of the twelve year olds that are gonna come for me. You're making no, it worse. they're adults now. They're adults now. All right. They're they were, in they, college. They were listening right? to Harry Styles when he was in One Direction, and now, now they're old enough they're to like, drive. They're in, they're in college now. Great. <laughs> I can offer them a free meal 
for one night and they'll be fine. That's true. They might not pick a fight with you because if they get hurt, they can't afford to fix it because they don't have health insurance. We're not just going after Harry. We're going after them too. <laughs> Harry Styles yeah. fans, I love Harry Styles. His new album is great. Um, Whatever. I love, tell you, tell I, them what. I'll, I'll schedule I a day off of work and they can take a day off of exams and then we can talk in me. <laughs> Watermelon sugar. Uh. <laughs> His new Seriously. album, for a second, for real, Harry Styles' new album slaps. It's very driving music, like especially in California, driving down the freeway. Mm. Anyway, don't worry, darling. Uh, so spoilers. Um, we're going into. Sp- yeah. This is all over the place already. Um, just like the press for the just summer. like this movie. Let's yeah. <laughs> hey. let's, let's quickly go into the the all of the drama behind the scenes of this movie. Uh, first of all, we have the Shia LaBeouf stuff, where Which, he maybe yeah. got fired, he maybe quit. We don't know. I think he probably got fired. Um, but to be honest. After watching the movie now, I'm like, I don't know where he would have fit anyway. Well, apparently, and I was just reading, apparently Olivia Wilde was going to play Florence Pugh's character. And so I'm assuming, because they were going to be older, and I'm assuming Shia LaBeouf was going to play Harry Styles' character. Because Harry Styles was added after uh, Florence Pugh was added in the role because they wanted to have a younger couple. So... Mm. I'm assuming Harry Styles wasn't going to be a part of the movie and it was going to be Shia LaBeouf and um, Olivia Wilde playing the husband and wife. Gotcha. I could see that. I don't know. I I feel like maybe an older couple would have been better in these scenes than... Like, don't get me wrong, Florence Pugh, she, she really did put everything she had into this film. Like... She mm. was amazing. There was not a bad scene with her acting. She she clearly was doing her best. Um, but I think an older couple almost might have felt a little bit better. Because a lot of younger couples now... This is also about, like... Are we in spoiler territory? Can I... Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is also about, like, oh, you know, the feel of the whole... The man, I'm not doing enough. She's doing more. Blah 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 type of deal. That's affecting younger couples less and less because we're all in an economical crisis. Gender roles are starting to take a backseat because we just need money to survive. I mean, I don't know because I feel like there is just knowing the the amount of men I've known. There is a there is a an air though of depending at least where you're raised, especially um, of like for some younger men who feel like who aren't like very i guess how you say like manly is the best way to describe it but they want to be they want to be that provider they want to be that like um very like you know like the 1950s classic ideal idealism of it of like the man takes care of the house he provides he is like the one taking care of everything and the wife is the one who stays at home and cooks the meals and and she doesn't have to work because the man's got it covered but there's something like, and so I'm like, there are some young men that do still think that way because that's what they've been taught or that's, or maybe that's what they've seen and that's what they want either way. So I, I think it could still apply with a younger couple, but I do see no, what you I, mean. I, 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 yeah, I, but I, yeah, no, I agree in there. I interact with many of those people, sadly. Um, but it's just, 
yeah, the, yeah, the economic crisis that we are, we are in a recession. This is no time to daydream about stuff anymore. We need actual income. And also um, Florence Pugh, even though in this version of the movie, it's a younger couple. I feel like Florence Pugh, even though I think in real life, she's only in like her mid twenties. She has a very mature, like energy say, about her. Cause I always feel like Harry, like it, it, throughout this movie, I was like, Harry Styles feels like he's younger than her. Yeah. Even though they're supposed to be close yeah, to the same he does. age. But it's cause he has a baby face. Like when he, when he doesn't have any facial hair, he looks like a kid. He still looks like he's a teenager or at least in his like early twenties. Whereas Florence Pugh, even though she's in her twenties, looks like she's in her thirties because and she's she just, just like a mature look to her, and especially she with like, makeup act, on. Yeah, and I feel like she acts. She's a very mature like. She has style. a stance and confidence to her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Where it's, he did look the youngest in the whole film, he did look like he looked out of place in a lot of things. Although I'll tell you this though, I, Harry Styles, they could they did him uh, did him up to make him look as ugly as possible though. When you find out the twist where he's in the real life in the real <laughs> world and he got that like stash and like that that rat ratty hair and the like razor burn. Uh, un- uncumped beard. Yeah, the razor burns on his face. And I was just like, man, look here. Like they, razor did, did Harry, they did Harry Styles wrong. <laughs> this is ruining all the girls' fantasy right now. If anyone who's attracted to Harry Styles, they're like, I won't I won't see him like this. Go back. Go back to the way he looked before. <laughs> um now with the second part of the controversy uh apparently olivia wilde and florence Pugh did not get along on set there were supposedly screaming matches and that contributes to supposedly uh why florence Pugh did not was not involved in the press uh to promote the movie Hmm. What do y'all think I, of that? Yeah, I've heard that one. I don't know if I don't know. I mean, it happens. Like sometimes you read you you get on set with people you just don't get you just don't vibe with. Um, I the biggest one I can think of is like uh, Charlie Theron and Tom Hardy. They say they did not get along at all on the on the set of Mad Max Fury Road. Which I think the other part of that was also they were in the heat. So they were just so they were probably already mad as hell. Yeah, but this and is, then it's this like is you're your, trying to interact your with director person. and your main actress, the main your main actress not getting along whatsoever. And it's showing so much that people are taking notice that she's not even willing to do press. That's pretty well, bad. Here's the thing. I think press for her movie. But well, the thing is, hey, we don't know what they were feuding about though. Because that's the other thing too. Is it's, it was it a direction? Was it a director issue, or was it? Because I I'm wondering because I know Olivia Wilde's first movie was Booksmart, <clears throat> and which she I watched on movie. the plane for the first time. Um, but she and uh, but she was in that film. She's in this one, so I'm wondering if maybe it was just a maybe her focus was just um, separated because she's focusing on being the actress Olivia Wilde and being the director and that's not always an easy thing to do i know i've tried <laughs> to do it it's so hard it sounds to, like, to me like you're on hats. florence Pugh's side your team Pugh. i'm it's more like i'm just like i need more information because like florence Pugh I'm, didn't I'm do the press team but, Pugh just because of that venice outfit 
the Venice <laughs> premiere out with that outfit. She did look good. That was a good like outfit. she just like everybody laid out. Yeah, no, I I'd just be on her. T- I don't care who's wrong around. I'm on that side because of that dress. But also, I, I did just, not know she yeah. was English. I thought she was American. She's, oh. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know she was English. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, all learned something today. Because I feel uh, like all of her main roles have been American. Well, you know, it's like, Mainly. that's where the money is. <laughs> um, I just, but I just, I, I don't know. I just feel yeah. like it's like, I need more information to make a higher detection than that. Because that's all skepticism <laughs> based off of based off a few words from other people and and none from florence Pugh or olivia wilde the people involved so she did she did post on her instagram i think yesterday or today uh saying like it was so great to be a part of this movie and people noted that she posted a picture posted a picture of her and olivia wilde so hopefully that dispels some of the uh rumors they probably didn't there's like time even friends who I mentioned a friend of ours earlier who doesn't care about this got involved and read everything because it was like nonsense. Because it was like, yeah, that's a lot to it. I mean, clearly, whether you want to hear more one side or the other, this was not a happy set to work on. And you can also feel it when the actors perform on camera too, because a lot of them seemed Check like that's. Out. Yeah, yeah. There was a scene where Harry Styles and uh, Chris Pine, where Harry Styles' character gets a promotion and they're on stage in this beautiful big event. The the distance between them two, as he's like holding his arm up, like in that you know pose, is like, yeah, you can clearly tell that's as close as they are willing to get to each other. <laughs> this is not a celebration moment. They're like, hey, yeah, still stay quite far from me. So it's presented on camera. So the fact that not whether not knowing what the real controversy is or what have it was enough that it has bled onto the screen, and you can clearly tell with the stifling acting the actors did present, and that is something that you know you shouldn't let affect your movie, and then try to be like, oh no, everything was great. No, we can clearly see with the actors what's going on on screen. And there were a lot of scenes like that, that you, you were right. It felt like they weren't giving their all. They weren't giving fully into the scene. Um, the part, even with Olivia Wilde character's part where she's um, talking about uh, right before she helps Florence's character escape. She's talking to Rob about like, oh, yeah, I know everything's real. I'm doing it for my kids. I want to be with my kids right before the big twist happens. She still doesn't feel as emotional or like almost almost a manic enough for the situation that's occurring. So even her, her her herself has like pulled back on its own character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think this movie did have a lot of potential, at least in the acting, because it was visually beautiful. The way the symmetry, everything of this film was done, very beautiful. I will give credit to that. Um, but it, it the the movie, I think. The concept was kind of generic and has been used many times. This, you know, wants the perfect life. Oh, this is the way to do it. But, you know, now somebody's either getting kidnapped. uh, There's some lie or, you know, oh, no, you've either drugged me, put me in a simulation or I'm trapped in like a hollow dome. 
The simulation did throw me for a little. I did not expect that. I thought it was going to. I thought they were like in a, just an alternate history where it was the 1950s, but then something happened. Oh, really? The so moment I, they said they were out in the desert, I was like, oh, this is just some like city on the desert. Right. They're going to escape. And like, Say, I, I, so I, mean, I didn't, I, I didn't yeah, think it was I a simulation. Yeah, I didn't I think, think it was, it was a simulation. simulation. I didn't think it was a simulation, but I thought it was some sort of like they got their memory wiped and they're forced to be there. I didn't think it was an actual, like, they're not actually there, but I knew that it wasn't, they weren't, at, I knew that they were not in the time period that they were actually in. Especially right, when, I, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, especially when, like, when you hear psychological thriller that takes place in the 1950s, I feel like my mind goes straight to, oh, this isn't, this isn't what it seems like. Well, yeah, because anytime somebody tries to mess with your mind, for some reason, they go back to the 1950s. <laughs> and, like, I get it. I get it. That's superior. But no, no, I can't stand if don't like the technology wise was fucking awful back in the 1950s. With the tiny STVs, black and white. All right. Do not trap me in this alternate reality with shitty technology. Now, you barely I've watch had. TV now. You watch everything <laughs> on the Internet. I watch everything on my TV. This TV is constantly going. I will. I haven't grown an attachment to my. That's probably not healthy, but that's besides my issues. I need to get a new one, but I'm not willing to replace it just yet. And also, it's not about the like you're you're thinking in modern senses, all right? In the 1950s, people actually went out and did things. <laughs> they didn't just stay at home and watch TV. They could I if they wanted out, to. I went out last night with a friend. Sure, we went to a craft store. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I went out. I conversed. I got yours. What kind of craft store did you go to that's open late? At oh, night? Yeah, look, I got yellow, yellow yarn. <laughs> it's a blanket for Gibson I'm making. Oh. Um, but that's why, well, like, for the people who are, like, actually you know this is a simulation, actually know this is reality, how are you dealing with, like, this de-escalation in technology availability? Because they're not worried about the technology. Also, the men leave, so they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Do they? That was actually never explained. Do they just jump out of the simulation? It's implied that, like, when they go and when they're supposedly going to work, like all of them, all the men are leaving the simulation to work to pay for the simulation to continue, while their wives stay, I guess, in like locked in um, to the simulation. So y'all just couldn't get a normal real job and pay for real stuff. <laughs> but this is easy. This is easier. This is easier. Getting a job to pay for a fake simulation, much more less stressful. Well, I think it's like because the idea of like you're not paying for you're not paying for like an easier life. You're paying for the lifestyle of the idea of especially with Harry Styles character where it's, you know, he. In his mind, because I like that, I think that was an interesting thing that this movie tried to play with. I just think they didn't have enough time to flesh it out a little bit more. The idea of like the the tragedy of Harry Styles' character, because I don't think, I don't think his reasoning comes from a sexist place. I think it comes from a confused place, because in his mind, it's like my my girlfriend or because uh, I don't think they're married either. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life um but it's like my my partner works all the time like and i work too but be, to, to pay for the bills no she he works. was unemployed 
Was he unemployed? He was, okay. He was unemployed so she like life. she works all the time to take care of me, to take care of this place, and she's miserable. She never has time for me. She never has time for herself. She only ever has time to sleep, to go back to work the next day. I and I I feel powerless that I can't do anything because I don't have a job. I don't have the means to like take care of us the same way she can. So, like, through this program, he does. Like, he's like, you get to finally just enjoy your life. Just, stay, like, you know, have a nice life. Your husband comes home and loves on you and, and stuff like that. You have time for yourself and just so get to hang out Instead with of just trying to find, like, a job to make life easier in reality, a man... By me, it probably Chris Pine, which I, you know, I would might, I probably would give it a little bit. <laughs> but to say, you act like <laughs> Chris up Pine didn't put you in that simulation. You wouldn't go in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're talking. About. <laughs> you just I'm be like, with- you just already be in the bed. Like, go ahead, put him on my eyelids. I'm already ready. <laughs> Look, Chris Pine. Is a glorious man. Alex would be putting the handcuffs on herself. <laughs> He'd be like, I didn't say you had to do that. <laughs> I want to say so many jokes, but I don't. But my mom also listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't. <laughs> I will, however, text Lauren later about that comment. Uh, <laughs> But, like, that's still such a weird concept. I get it. It's, like, it's supposed to be psychological thriller. Oh, how people can get pushed to this thing. But it's still such a weird concept. So, like, instead of just going to get a day job and making things easier in reality, let me go give in to this whole program in reality. This is much easier. And then this way I can just struggle. Well, I just mean from Harry Styles. Um, or uh, I forget his character's name in this movie. Right? Um, his character's name is... Jack. He's Jack. Uh, from, right. from Jack's... Per- I'm that's just saying, like, thing. if we're playing devil's advocate, looking at it from jack's perspective i don't see him as like necessarily like the bad guy as much as i see him as a man who is confused on uh, because it's like it's it's not that like because in his mind it's she's too tired but if she had the time she would like enjoy it and she would love like having just freedom but it's like no you don't understand jack she is tired but it's still her choice she, it's her life. Like she enjoys going to work. She enjoys doing, like living the life that she's wanted. She's a doctor, like, and from the looks of it, a good one at that. Like she loves her job. Almost like- it's just, she has to work a lot. So she doesn't have time for you all the time. That doesn't mean she hates her, hates her life. And, <laughs> and that if you- if It means it was you hate gone. her life. Right, you hate the fact that you have a, uh, a girl uh, I because I they never clarify if they are actually married in real life. They're married in the simulation, but I don't know. But if if you know, I'm just gonna say his girlfriend. You have a girlfriend that like works a lot. If if you want to fix that, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like just talk, have a conversation. That's the only part of it where I'm like, you could just talk to her. You spent a lot of money to get this simulation done and all this stuff. Do you this is gonna be an easy like a conversation. Test run? Do you think it was also like a test run? Because I feel like they had a lot of glitches. Yeah. For si- the simulation. Do you think this was like their like beta run? Because I, there was yeah. like a lot of glitches in I this like I think it's like, more like it, reality. It, it relies on very stringent like rules. Because like the only way, because at first, uh, 
all it took was for her to break out that it broke the, I guess, the hypnosis or whatever she was under. And then uh, the first time, then when they Whoa. put her back in. You like, when you when you said like break the hypnosis, you like for me at least, your camera like glitched and it was so weird. Especially with what you were talking about. Like we're in a simulation right now. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, Chris Pratt Sorry, already continue. put you in it, Alex. So <laughs> Fuck, but you guys didn't make my life better. <laughs> oh, it glitched again. Oh my gosh. That's so weird. Keep talking anyway. Or maybe it's just Jerome in the simulation. I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I am in a I'm in a current casual dating relationship, so I guess that's that's technically maybe. Um that's... <laughs> so simulations. But uh no, I just like I think I, I've honestly lost my train of thought. Um, Sorry. Oh, what, was, what was with the biplane? What was with the biplane crash? I feel like I feel And where like did that, the plane go? I feel like that is What was the plane supposed Maybe that was a glitch. Maybe from or maybe Margaret was oh well no, that is okay. I think I think that was Margaret messing with the simulation because she because remember when Florence Pugh finally remembers and then she keeps looking at the other wives and then they start to remember like she's like she's breaking the system down because she also because she killed Jack too. But, you know, she's like messing up the system because she's aware and she makes like all the other wives aware of what's going on. I think it's the same thing that when Margaret became aware like, of the simulation, like then the, the way pl- you just casually uh, threw in and she killed Jack, but I don't, if she kept making eye <laughs> I mean, contact the, with everybody. The thing she, is that she, she was helping people me. out the system, but you know, yeah, also Jack she was, died. She was making <laughs> other women remember, making eye contact with them. She also killed Jack, but like eye contact. <laughs> But I think that's, I think that the plane was, because Margaret kept holding on to that plane of her son. I think that was her mind just like breaking the simulation down because she was still in the system. That's true too, that she was still attached and that was like a big symbol. Because I think uh, that's- At least for her son. That's, I think that's also how Florence Pugh, like, because when she sees her in the mirror and she like hits her head against the mirror and then she immediately just knew she was like in trouble and ran over to her house to check on her. I think that's how she knew that is because it's like, they're all connected together. So they can, maybe they can feel what each other feels depending. That's what I'm saying. This movie has more questions than answers. I don't, I'm just, I'm right. just like the fact that technically, And the technically bunny did know bunny had lost her children. And so she decided to stay in the simulation to be with her children. So bunny technically already knew. So there was already a major crack in the simulation. Right. Also, what were those vibrations that they kept feeling? People bumping into their tanks. Maybe that was people. <laughs> Maybe it's just ah, oh, shoot, damn it! <laughs> like you can't drop shit around them. You know what happens? You can't have another earthquake in I'm there. Maybe that's when people leave. Is it sends a tremor through the system? That but- could be it. Yeah. You're 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 not wrong. Where there was just a lot of like little things that just kept making you ask questions, and like also it 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 is implied it is implied that she does escape at the end. However, you are surrounded in that facility. Then it's kind of like uh, when people well, talk she's, about she's not in a facility. She's at home. 
it's a thing you can bring at home. So she's just in her apartment. That's right. Still. How's nobody monitoring them? It's just... I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> it's also like bed sores, by the and way. Wa- if you just leave them laying in bed. Like, yeah, I wonder how she's... Especially them. since... Because because uh, Homegirl, Olivia Wilde said if somebody dies in the simulation, then they die in real life. So that means Harry Styles is just like sitting, laying dead next to her. So... Well, just or, brain I'm sorry, dead, Jack. You know? Yeah, so... <laughs> why, so how is she going to get out? Because she's strapped to the thing. I thought that and same thing. I said the same thing. I was like, aren't she? Isn't she still tra- strapped to the bed, though? I mean, I don't think well, she can it, just get like, up. Like, she's, she's It's attached. like at the end of, of, of Gravity when Sandra Bullock, like, gets out of orbit and finally lands on a, on the planet. People are like, oh, yeah, she survived. She, you know, she crash landed back on Earth. I'm like, she crash landed in the middle of the fucking jungle. <laughs> I'm like, a spider out there can problem. kill her. <laughs> she is like barely in any clothing. She's going to get eaten by spiders, snakes. Something's going to get her within a few step- seconds of stepping into any jungle area. She's dead. <laughs> it kind of I mean, has she, that same vibe they, of that. Where maybe, she's they like, did look like they were in, they were, they were in maybe New York. So maybe they have a big, busy apartment so she could just scream and somebody will. Oh, yeah. You know, but in New York, it. everybody ignores you. And like, but she, they, did literally show, a thing. they did show flashes of her like dancing in her apartment, it looked like. So I think she like does get herself free. But it's just the thing of like. I'm mean, finally free. Let me just dance around. That's what I mean by this movie. Just like it feels like the movie is just rushing to get to the ending. And it's like, it's your movie. You have time. Just explain what's going on. <laughs> Take the time. It almost feels like this was almost kind of like this was a part of a larger film. And these were like actual scenes where like these were the moments. And instead of like letting the moments happen casually, they took out those flowy middle parts, those down parts that like Mm -hmm. that lead to one thing and like tried to cram in all the major moments in like a short time. It feels very Black Mirror episode ish. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It feels like a Black Mirror episode. Where but you're the, like, oh. The, the issue is, though, that with Black Mirror, it feels like it's a complete story. And I feel like this one isn't. I feel like it's like, I like as soon as the movie, because I remember when the movie ended and she like puts her hands on the glass and she's like free, I was like, okay, cool. Now what happens? And then it was like, oh, what happens is credits. What? what? Yeah. So here you go. Do, 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 do. And I remember just thinking in my head, I'm like, Okay, but there's so many questions. E- even the way the movie leaves off of certain characters, it, it, it leads to ask questions. Cause like Gemma Chan stabs Chris Pine, and then she's like, mm-hmm. "Now it's my turn to run things." And you're like, "And we never oh. see her again." And you never see what that means. You're just like, oh, "Run what? The company? The, the the simulation? The system? Like, is there a whole organization behind this? And not like, only that, that was clearly." Or- there's clearly a meaning to those words too. Was there a previous argument where she wanted to run things? Did she remember a past life where he took over something of hers? So it's like that those when she also said that, it had a deeper meaning that felt like this has been a previous discussion that we never got to see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, like, oh, I like he never said I run things. <laughs> that statement was never made. So it's like Okay, it's that's, your turn. Yeah, that's a good things. point. There was no conflict earlier. Like, no, you're you're doing this all wrong. Blah blah blah. There was mm-hmm. no like conflict in that sense. 
So it came as a surprise when all of a sudden she pulls out a knife and stabs him. And it's like, whoa, where'd this come from? <laughs> like, Listen, she, we watched Girl Don't Worry Darling. Little did we know that in their house was Malcolm and Marie was playing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then I'm fine with Chris Pratt getting stabbed. Chris Pratt getting stabbed. <laughs> Malcolm deserved to get stabbed. I love how almost like a year and a, two years later, we always find a way to bring up <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. This movie, I feel like this movie was very, like, it's, for as good as it looks, too, because it's like, this movie had a serious budget. I mean, just to have, like, just the 1950s stuff with the sets and the cars, everything, it looks like it was really immaculately put together, but it just, the problem is, is that it's a lot of flash without substance in, in, in a lot of parts of it. And it's like, while Florence Pugh and even Olivia Wilde, they're doing great performances, it doesn't add up to anything in the end. And I think it's because it's a sci-fi story. I feel like if this was just a strictly like about a woman like losing her mind because all the men have done something crazy, we would just be like, we would be a lot more willing to just accept it because it's like, okay, the men clearly have just like messed with this woman. And it, it could be something, because I was expecting it to be something simple. Like she saw what she saw in the facility was another version of herself that like all the wives have been like cloned or something and they're not real like not real people cloned until they get it right yeah right i thought that's what it was going to be because i was like okay that would make sense why they have these weird psychological breaks and then like but it's never real because i'm like there's some really cool stuff like when the glass presses up against her and whatever i'm like that's a really cool shot and a cool idea um same thing with the the backwards pool where she's like the bubbles are coming into her mouth instead of leaving because it's in, the shots in reverse it would have also made sense if that was like it was like a testing facility because what you're mentioning what you're saying i i kind of forgot the bubble part but I, I in the moment i remember thinking i'm like that's really interesting the way that happened thinking i'm like oh it's almost like if they're testing her right so it would have been interesting if she had gone and they found it's like a testing facility mm-hmm and so it's like, especially, and also it would make sense for Chris Pine's dialogue with her, where he's like, I've been waiting for someone like you to test me, and they're not going to believe you. And I'm like, okay, that's a little ominous. So what's, what's, your, what's your deal? Like, what? It's like, are you in control of the, the facility that makes these women or something like that, or brainwashes them, whatever? And we don't get any answers to any of those questions. Like, I, like after, in fact, after the movie was over, I was like, why the hell was that dialogue there? He doesn't, he doesn't know this person. <laughs> Not really. It's okay. I was fine with that dialogue being there. <laughs> you want to be threatened by Chris Pine? Now we're just getting into that some I dark, wouldn't. I wouldn't, fi- I wouldn't find that. I wouldn't find that threatening. Trust me. <laughs> Point is, that scene was fine to have in there. And don't talk about that scene. Anyway, I get what you're saying. I thought as more like this was definitely going to be what Stafford Wives remake should have been because what the Nicole Kidman remake was stupid. Cause it's like, Oh, they're partially robots, but it's just a chip in the brain, but they were able to act like ATM. So money came out of their mouth it was like weird. Cause like, where is that money now stored? What is going on? These are still human women. You just put a chip in their brain to make them compliance. This felt more like a modern day Stafford wife feeling going on because the simulation is such a big topic in today's you know 
internet culture world, whatever you want to say it, because we're all like, oh, we're in a simulation, blah, 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 blah. And this would totally be the way the Stefford wives would have been. Mm. So I wasn't too shocked to be like, oh, yeah, this is just, you know, what it is now. Um, it gave me heavy 80, 80s vibe with the like when she touches the it was called Victory Headquarters, right? Yeah. Victory Headquarters, uh, like the headquarters area when she touches it and it's got like the wavy thing. And it's just like this is very 80s. You walk through the you walk through the glassy wall. And it vibrates and suddenly you're in your own little world again. And it was just like, and out in the desert too, in the middle, there's nowhere else you could better protect this facility. Nowhere else, maybe underground, in an actual building. I think in their minds. Maybe put like an actual wall over it. I think in their minds it was like, the women ain't going to revolt, so what's the matter? You know, it's male hubris. (laughs) That's Even though they have already come from a reality where they do. Let's let's ignore all of that and be like, let's leave this seriously no, see, like Alex, sensitive materials out in that ourselves. world. We're not in charge, but in this world, we are in charge, and 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 that's it. So you leave your most protected thing out in the middle with <laughs> no security or anything. You've that seen is, jackass. That is You've seen what what male brains look like <laughs> with unchecked women, like you know, female perspective. <laughs> Like that. that is fair. I have observed um, <laughs> average male behavior, and yeah, all right, I stand corrected. No, I retract my statement. I retract my statement. It's just I like you know what you know what too. The thing is, is that like that she her every time she stopped on her like on that final journey to get to the freaking thing it kept pissing me off but she stopped to look at them climbing the mountain i was like girl do you not Run. like there is an army of men coming for you just go don't even look back this is what like the black girl took the weird way out she killed herself but at least she made moves go 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 to go to get to the destination for god's sake she did she kept turning back and looking at things mm-hmm. and then she was running up the path rather than running up the rocks which I guess was the safer option, but still, it was the longer option. Can we also give an RIP to Margaret? Because everybody know if, if like, because at first I was like, okay, it's a 1950s black woman. Sure. In her mind, this is the way out. But then once you find out the twist, I'm like, okay, no modern black woman would choose that over just freeing herself. If you could just drive over there and get out and get out the headquarters because she's seen it. Just get out the get out the way. Every black person knows that. We just like we are very frightened people. Okay, if something ain't right, we leave it. It felt, it felt <laughs> though, we ain't staying here no more. <laughs> it felt though like she did have some. <laughs> it, 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 even in the simulation, it felt that she had some PTSD. Some like she like knew something she had, wasn't right. Yeah. She had seen some stuff, and it affected her like mental health greatly do you think uh they had to rewrite the 1950s history when they brainwashed these women because like you're right as a black woman uh she would have known what the real 1950s were like and they would not have been like that for her so do you think they had to have their own version of like u.s american history take out a lot of the racism (laughs) 
so they can just have this like the one singular black couple I mean, there. There were a couple other black people. They were just in the background. But I noticed two of them and that was it. But <laughs> there was more than two. It's just yeah, I guess it's just the idea of like maybe, maybe they do make their own like interesting history. Um because that was like a whole nother thing. Another thing I noticed when it's like movies like this where they're like brainwashing people to think oh it's you know it's the good old days and blah 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 is like do you have to like scrub out all history <laughs> from it all u.s history i like to say there was no uh latin people stuck in that simulation we're faster i feel like they were they i think they're just in the background <laughs> no dude they got like black people and that's enough for their diversity team <laughs> that's not Gemma true Chan. Gemma chan She's Asian. <laughs> oh, you're right. I forgot the one Asian woman in the entire film. Yeah, they get an A plus for then. An A plus for diversity. And they again, nineteen fifties and an Asian woman. They're trapping in. They definitely got to take I'll out so you, much history. Uh, I'm looking at the cast list now. A dude named Asif Ali played I, Peter. I, I, Pretty sure he's not yeah. white. <laughs> he's in there. I don't know. I've seen white people give their kids some weird ass names now. He's a brown man. They're trying to do it like he's a very brown man. <laughs> he's a yeah, brown man. He's very clearly. But <laughs> but white. no Latin people. We can get I don't know this guy Ariel Stachel. <laughs> like he was born in Berkeley, but I don't know. He, he's a little brown skinned too. I don't know if he's uh, I don't know if he counts. Ariel Stachel. That is not a Latin name, sir. <laughs> um. That is. <laughs> Don't know Latin people. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now. <laughs> um, it's uh, just movie just was. It could have been more. Absolutely, um, absolutely. It could have absolutely been more than what it was, and like the concept is not bad because it is a terrifying thought, especially as a woman. You know with everything going on having your autonomy taken away like that having it so that you are stuck in this warped reality at the pleasure and desire of somebody else is is horrifying and just the knowledge of doing that to anybody is it's crazy and the the thought of like people if they had the opportunity to actually do something like this how, how would they actually do it makes you also question like would they do it and like it, it it it's mind boggling to be as like absolutely not, but so it, the concept is a good idea, and I think the movie had potential. And Florence Pugh really did, with all the controversy, with all the issues, everything that went on, never affected her acting ability. This woman is a strong actress. She gave what she had. She clearly showed it on screen other actors you can tell i didn't want to be here or i did not like this other actor and there was a tension and even in these really good scenes she never presented that mm -hmm. she was a professional all the way um so i will say that above all with florence Pugh and this movie is that she is an absolute professional and like i have so much respect to her and you know I hopefully will continue to see her, you know, go up further in her star rise because she really does deserve it she really does hold her own I mean, she's a, she's making Marvel money now, all right. She's got Marvel movies. That's to true do. too. But that's the thing is, she's making Marvel money, but she is still she's still acting, you know, more professional. She's not like I'm in Marvel. I don't have to do shit no more. <laughs> she's uh, just doing quality side, stuff. Side note: There's a person in the cast named Natalie Santiago. 
Uh, How far did you have to go down to find her, though? There's also there's also someone in the cast named Marcelo Reyes. How far did you have to go down? Because that's not me. All right, like what is their whatever they cast as? Neither is neither is woman number two. I'm sorry. So at least Natalia's he's Peter. Natalia is a ball gown model. Marcelo Reyes. His name is Fred. His name is Fred. <laughs> he has a name. I have so a the name. one Latin person is a ball guy model, and the Latin man is Fred. <laughs> they were making sure you knew he had no Latin or Hispanic in that man. Fred. <laughs> I I'll give you cr- props for trying, but like it's the ball guy model person. <laughs> like she, she, they were not in that film. <laughs> For your even a background background character, you saw her like the edge of the dress. I remember in those scene because it had like a little, sh- it had like a little show. Also, that, a little runway thing. that was confusing to me. Where I was like, "Yeah, we got like uh, Gemma Chan's like we have a presentation for you," and then it's like this strip tease, and I was like, "Okay, do you expect this to be entertaining for all the wives in the room, of which every man has one in this world?" What? Well, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> what type of party is this? It, this whole, the um, whole, all the parties were weird. But then again, swingers were on the rise up in the sixties. That's true, but they don't imply that these people have sex with each other, except their significant other. Also, I Kiki mean, Lane. We talked about Margaret earlier. I know what I was going to say earlier. Uh, Kiki Lane. Shout out to her. She was. She was. Uh, you know. She did her thing i guess in this but not to say you act like she great. like had a big role in this movie she, she did not she do was much great. she was she was great in <laughs> if Bill street could talk and i have to shout her out for that <laughs> i think i've only seen her in a few stuff i haven't i don't know much of like her acting but well from what i've seen her and she's always been like a very good actress so i think they did waste her having her and having this character also be like the first marker of like something's not right they could have given her more or they could have like had it. So like Margaret was able to be like, Hey, look at this stuff and notice things. It was just Margaret's acting crazy. Apparently I'm getting uncomfortable. Apparently she replaced Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson originally was supposed to play that role. I can see a, Dakota Johnson movie. playing that role. Cause it's just, yeah. she'd just be, uh, it'd be Suspiria too. <laughs> She's already done it before. Also, like, Dakota Johnson, like, respectfully, has kind of crazy eyes. I don't think no, you no, can no, say no, no, that no. respectfully. <laughs> it's not always a, It's this, like, some people have, can do this, like, stare, this crazy stare. I mean, that's how, oh, it's like, that's how I feel about Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah, they have this, like, crazy... They can do this crazy stare where they don't... Bl- it looks like you haven't blunk for hours. And, like... She has that. So I don't. Just Kiki Lane just. Because it's just blank. Blunk. It's past. No, it's past that. There is no. You never heard of the word blunk? I think blunk. Hold on, blunk. I was just gonna move past it. <laughs> Actually, blunk is a word. However, it does mean ruin or mismanage or spoil. So the word does exist. However, I did use the improper term for it. <laughs> I feel like blunk is like a past tense for blink now. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right, but it, it's not. It sounds right. <laughs> she ruined her eyesight by not, by no, she 
blunked her eyesight by not blinking. That is a technically a proper sentence. It's that's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> Point is, I think they just wasted Kiki Kiki Lane for no reason, and well, yeah. they also didn't give her enough to be like, hey, you're the like first, like I said, you're the first marker of like the the simulation breakdown, and they just had her uncomfortably stand places until they, she killed herself. You know what it you know what it is? I think this movie pacing wise and story wise, it would have been better if because I know Florence Pugh's the main character. It would have been better if she was the main character, but we also get to see what's going on in other people's households. Like the conversations they have. Because it's different dynamics. You've got Margaret, especially if from the top of the film, because you got Florence Pugh who doesn't know what's going on yet. She's just having this loving relationship with her husband. Uh, Margaret, who's the one who does know what's going on, you could do more with her if we could actually see what's happening in her household, what's happening with Chris Pine and Gemma Chan, and then also what's happening with Bunny and her husband, because they seem to know, they like they completely know what's going on. What are those conversations like? Because it's like, yeah, they're, not, actually, they're not, there's no fabrication for them. Both of them are very aware of what's happening. Yeah, yeah I agree, okay because it, it's it seems like in this movie, you have Florence Pugh and then Harry Styles and then everybody else is kind of like background characters. It's an ensemble cast. You have all these people who we know, but they're not really utilized that much. They're more utilized to push the Alice and Jack storyline further rather than getting to know how and why they're in this community. So... Yeah, that could have been effective to it hear also more of the other people's stories. Been a great way to help break the simulation as well, because she automatically just falls into this kind of descent. But it would have been helpful if she heard like the other women having conversations, being like, "Oh, I had this weird moment," and then like kind of laugh it off, and her being like, "Wait a minute, that." doesn't sound right and her even seeing it in her home that it's because with the story what she tried to do with the story of like oh where'd you meet your husband oh on a train in boston funny i met mine on a train in boston you know that was a good indication that was a good way to have it that like there is a link right there and a breakdown in the simulation mm -hmm. of these implanted memories if she had had that it heard it either eavesdropping or other women brought it up in other conversations being like oh yeah isn't that funny where it's like those coincidences that people ignore all the time could have helped her be like well that's too much of a coincidence after i heard this coincidence you know mm -hmm. i think they did not utilize the cast they could have to help because it was only her own like mental breakdown even though she could see it in everybody else but nobody else was like, you're right. There was just, they weren't using the cast that they have for some reason. They were trying really focusing it on the main two, but the main two, it just all accelerated so quickly out of nowhere. Yeah. And it felt like there wasn't a lead up to it other than Margaret having these issues. Well, especially because you don't know what she saw for a long period of time. Like you don't know yeah. what her... So you just feel like she's just having these weird mental breakdowns without any explanation. Because even if it's the, even if it wouldn't, even if you didn't necessarily see like the modern world and know for a fact she's in a simulation, at least show us something that gives us an indication that it's weird, like something's wrong. Instead, they're just like, here's some demon ballerinas. Yeah. And you're like, oh, 
Okay, but why? Oh, also, <laughs> actually, I just thought about this, too, because we had talked about it, about her waking up and her just going to be in her own bed and nobody else around besides a dead Harry Styles. Harry Styles' character didn't know, because she had technically already escaped it once she went to the desert, and it was implied that she almost escaped the simulation. That's how she got glimpses of her old life. That means she already escaped once, so there was somebody there to put her back, or somehow they pulled her back in. So could they have just done that again when she f- escaped again? Well, they did do That it. means somebody had to be around. Or maybe around. they did... I don't know, because like right after that, she wakes up in the bed, and uh, Harry is just like, yeah, I found you here sleeping. So I think he... I think he right, but then it was knew. implied at the dinner. No, it was implied at the dinner party that he wasn't aware that she went into the desert because then Chris Pine's character, uh, uh, Frank, was like, "Oh, you know, she went over to the headquarters area, right?" And she and Harry's character is like, "What? What? What do you mean she went?" Well, away? I think it's, it, it was like a breakdown. I think maybe it's implied that maybe she didn't fully wake up. Like, so maybe he was aware, but he's just like, "Oh, well, she's kind of because he was because he was at work at that time." So he would have been awake. So he probably would have saw her like wake up a little bit and was like, oh, she's waking up. Yeah, all right. Just hit the reset button. Okay, there we go. All good. So (laughs) (laughs) hit the reset button on your spouse. Um, I don't know. It technically it is implied that she left for a minute. But now there's also this implication that they're it's just them in like their house, but also bed sores. I just kept thinking about that, too. I don't know. My mind went to I, yeah. I do work in medical people. So that's why my brain sometimes go to like things that are gross like that. Um, but it it does just not what I'm thinking about because it was implied throughout through that dinner scene when she's trying to help almost get these stories out of other women or kind of make them see like, hey, something's not right. Um and Chris Pine's character gaslights her about this and be like, hey, you're just crazy. And you broke the main rule. And then everybody's upset with her for breaking the main rule. And it's like, well, that means somebody had to pull you back or the simulation had to reset and pull you back. And there's also got to be like, I I might just be thinking more into it than what it is already. Because like, because this movie did not offer enough explanation. Because is this a team? Is this just a group of men? Is this like an actual company or is this just a group of men who like now that's a question. bonded together and like I did let's create too. this community, yeah. Of like I had the same question. Because yeah, with the Steffer wife, it was a couple that started this nonsense. Uh with this it doesn't show whether this was a company or was this just like these funny group of men that were like, Hey, let's just do this. Mm. Um so again, this movie could have been more but it wasn't and then now it's just kind of feels like a another generic film of a psychological thriller of getting your autonomy taken away i and don't trust men i mean well don't trust anybody because i don't think i think Gemma chan too i think she was also involved um to what extent don't know (laughs) because the movie doesn't exactly elaborate on that but I feel like Gemma Chan also, Gemma Chan's character anyway, uh, whose name I can't remember. I can't remember anyone's character's name. That's what I mean. Like, none of the characters are that memorable in this was, movie. No, because it was the, bo- they <laughs> were the most generic I feel names. Like she never said they were that. Out. I feel like she never said that name in the whole movie, Shelly. I first think they did, but I don't think they, like, it's not, it doesn't stand out because 
You don't even know who this woman is. No. She's only the like dance instructor and the wife of Chris Pine. That's it. That's all you get. You don't get much else outside of that <laughs> in this whole movie with her character. That's like a lot of these characters are very just are very generic. There was no substance to them until the very, very end. And you're like, oh, there's more. She kills him for a reason and saying, "You're, it's my turn now. It's like, okay, there's a story there. That significant phrase you use, as I said earlier, well, had meaning. What did it mean? Why, is it, why are you saying that to him in the most dramatic way? Why? You know what this feels like, actually? This feels like The Purge. The first movie of The Purge. And what I mean by that is when The Purge came out, it was a really interesting idea of like, you know, what if crime was legal for like 12 hours in, in one night, one night of the year. And uh, America was just let loose, essentially allowed to cut loose for a whole night for 12 hours. And then they made the movie where the whole movie takes place in this one house with this one family, not out on the streets where all the interesting stuff would be happening. <laughs> And so you're sitting there like, this is boring. Like, where you took this really I actually like the first Purge movie. <laughs> Come on. Isn't that no. the one that everybody likes, though? Like, no. You no. can't say my favorite one is The Purge. No, forever, everyone likes the second one or the third one because then that was when they were like, Who's everyone? Tell me. I like the second one better because the second one involves you being on the streets right, and actually being streets. like what it would be you like. You get to see what's going on in America. Are you kidding me? Those, those kids. Up. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, those kids let me, in the me, first the purge, in the pudding. Let me. I would have kicked their ass out on the street. <laughs> that daughter especially knows the fuck out of me. And that boy, like none of them could listen. Stay in. Stay where we can see you. Stay where you can see you. Giant ass house. These kids are running around. How hard is it to confine your children to one room for 12 hours? Very hard when they're white. With control. And a safe house. <laughs> and like a safe room. You guys are aware of this. You have the money. But you all can't create a safe room. You can't like get that like a panic room or some shit. Apparently my point saying. is, is that this movie is like a really first cool of all, all of the ratings on all of the first movies are trash. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were kind of trash movies. They're trashy movies. I'm not even saying they're high grade cinema. Because a lot of times but people would also be like, they've spawned, right. they've spawned, you know, this franchise that is. So is Transformers. It doesn't mean but the movies are good. It just means that people watch. Them. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree with the comparison for this movie because you did because the the purge it was like a self-contained it was one of those movies where it takes it was a Malcolm and Marie I feel like it'd be more comparable to Malcolm and Marie God where it takes damn place, Malcolm and Marie it won't let us go <laughs> where it takes place in one location you're focusing on just these people whereas don't worry darling you're focusing on a lot of people but the main focus is on Certain, no, uh, no, that's people. not what I mean. What I mean is that in that first Purge movie, there it has a really good premise, but it doesn't utilize it to its full potential because the movie is trying to just be like to simplify it in it in, in a way where it, it does a disservice to that really cool premise. Because I feel like there's a lot you could do with this idea of if there's a group of men out there that are like trying to make their significant others subservient or even women make there's like maybe there's a like because i'm like there's so much potential maybe you could do like you know like like a jack who's like i want to be a man i want to be 
more of a man in my relationship. This is my way to do it. But maybe you could have something fun. Like there's a woman who's like, my husband sucks and I want him to be a man. <laughs> and so she puts him in the simulation or like Bunny where her kids are gone. But she's like, in this, I can have my kids back and I can have the paradise life I want. There's so many different angles you could use this premise for. And they don't do any of them <laughs> except for the See, the I, I get story. I get what you're saying, and I kind of get what Jonathan was saying. Uh, I think this movie wanted to be a little bit more like Malcolm Marie, where it's focused on the main couple and you're focused in their home because that's where the, a lot of the, the list the delusion happens, where the simulation is finally cracking. It's in their home, and that's like their safe haven too. Um, and I get what you're saying because her breakdown was caused by the influences of the others. And that in grow that in is where the issue lies, really. Because it'd be more understandable to have such more focus and kind of zone out away from everybody if this was just her breaking down the simulation. It was just her noticing the cracks and it was just her finally realizing everything. But no, it is influenced by the people around her so much more by how Margaret, you know, acts, how Bunny gets angry and tells her, you're just like another Margaret. You're going to destroy everything. It's these influences of the other character that's causing her to realize the reality is not what she thinks it is. And I think this movie tries to make you focus on Florence's Pugh's character solely but then you also have given such interesting backstories to these other characters. It's like, I want to know them now, too. Like Bunny's character staying staying for her three kids. That means that the relationship presented is, you know, really is a facade created by everyone just for her and her kids. But then it's like, okay, then is her husband then wanting to really stay in this reality? Does he want to stay in this reality? Because she gets to have what she wants. But he still has to go back into the real world, do everything. But she gets to, you know, play happy family with her children. And she probably doesn't want to, you know, talk to him or interact with him knowing what he's done when he does come back to this world. So that puts in a whole nother position what's going on over there. And then you can clearly it is implied at the end there is a power struggle between uh, Chris Pine's character and Gemma Chan's character where you can see like maybe they were in this together. And then when the when he put her under this different simulation, it's like that's why she wants that vengeance, and that's why she's standing over him. Like, oh, it's gonna be my turn now. Well, you must have cheated her out of wasteland. So I think they gave two interesting back backstories to these characters, and they made us want to know more. And then when they didn't give us more, we're all like, well, the hell, <laughs> you left us wanting more for these characters, and not even the main characters which kind of screwed up when we were needing to focus solely on the main character and her break of reality and going to find, you know, her escape and everything like that. I, f I feel like that's what happened in this film. And that's also why it feels like we didn't get enough of the story. Because mm. if you just solely focus on her character, technically you did see everything she saw and you did get the breakdown as she got it down. Well, there definitely was a lot to discuss yeah don't worry film. darling too is not coming anytime soon i don't think <laughs> we've established this it's the don't worry darling <laughs> that's what the it'll don't be called worry, darling is the don't worry the don't worry the don't worry the don't worry darling uh 
Jerome, what did you think? Uh, well, we, we know what you thought, but uh, final thoughts and rating. Uh, I think this movie uh, had a lot of potential, I think. And I don't think this movie's awful, you know, despite my complaints. Um, I still think the movie is pretty decent. Like, it's all right. Um, it's definitely an interesting psychological thriller. It's just the fact of like, it provides a lot of interesting questions. It just doesn't provide a lot of satisfactory answers to those questions. And so if that's the type of thing that would bother you going into a movie like this, you probably would not enjoy this film because it would just feel like you're jumping into something that is, it's like the equivalent of like, if you ordered uh, a really delicious uh, dish or food that you were really looking forward to and then never got it. You, like, you would just be pissed the entire rest of the night because it's like, I had my mouth fixed. I was ready for this delicious meal. And now you're telling me there is no delicious meal. And not only that, there never was one. So <laughs> that's how it feels by the end of this movie. Um, but despite that, I think the cinematography is to be adored the acting especially from florence Pugh, more specifically is definitely to be appreciated she does a great job and that can't be downplayed because i think it's important to mention that um and everybody else even if they're not like they don't stand out they do a serviceable enough job to keep you invested in the movie as you're watching it especially for the if you're watching it for the first time to keep you like engaged it's just that I feel like that script, if we had went a few more passes with it, maybe it could have uh, it could have been shined that much more and matched with like how good this movie looks aesthetically. Um, as far as a grade goes, I think I would give it. Hmm, I'm give it a, a C plus. I think it's I think it is like a fine movie. It's just not anything like really great which is kind of sad to say because i think it has the potential to be that but who knows alex um this movie was okay like you said there there was it had a chance to be more that's what i keep saying it had a chance to be more uh the concept was really good and visually it was very pretty uh the symmetry of the landscape and the symmetry of the houses and everything was so pretty. I loved it. It made my little OCD brain very happy. Um, and I will continue to praise Florence Pugh's acting skills, acting abilities on this film. If anything was just amazing. She did really present the character so well and did it justice. Um, I think they should have tried a little more with the surrounding characters they could have told a better story and they could have had the breakdown of reality, uh, the flow of it a little easier than just kind of like just sudden points. Because when, you know, it's like cracking an egg. Once you crack it, there's like little cracks everywhere, not just these big pinpoints. Um, Although they couldn't crack any eggs in this movie. There was no yolk. <laughs> I mean, technically they cracked the shell. They did. They, they did. They did. It crumbled. Nothing came it. out. Yeah, they did crumble. <laughs> Which I was just like, okay, um, someone's uh, messing up in the computer system. The server must have been messing up that day because they were like, where the hell is the yolk? I need to eat. <laughs> Where's the egg? There are a lot of they. Who was their IT guy? Because they need to be replaced. <laughs> 
You shouldn't be messing up the eggs. This is what it I is. Mean, they I get needed really an other IT stuff. woman, but unfortunately, she was also in the simulation, so <laughs> she couldn't be called. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, men tend to miss details. Technically, uh, Chris Pine, love him, love him. Beautiful man, beautiful man. Uh, his character, you're right. There was points where it's like he seemed like he wanted to be challenged in this. Like they, I thought they were gonna have it as a much darker character but his character didn't even seem as dark as it was going to be presented originally um still bad guy still the main you know technically main bad guy but like it's fine uh he's gonna be in the D <laughs> movie coming out which i'm super excited for too mm-hmm. um but this movie i think holds a c it's not like a bad movie it's not really a good movie i think honestly the most interesting part of this movie was the controversy and rumors and all that crap surrounding it. That's what people are... It's pretty bad when I mean, that's sure. what people are talking about. It is going to get this movie a lot of the bucks. Like, people are going to go see this movie just to see, like, yeah. what all the hype is about mm-hmm. if the controversy and is they can, Yeah. And they can con- and they can see through the other actors. Not Florence Pugh. Not Florence Pugh. She did everything she was supposed to be doing on this film. But you can clearly see with every other actor, even my love, Chris Pine, that there was tension and it bled into the movie. And with these final cut scenes, you can tell like something was not right on set. So I think I mean, it is projected to be the number one movie. Uh, of all week, movies so. are projected to be the number one movies <laughs> how many times ta- what movie is not the number one movie it's just true Honestly. every trailer is yeah in this movie now the num the don't worry darling the number one movie this summer <laughs> it's yeah it's said to be the number one movie or the movie the must-see movie of the year when it's like two more months until like december <laughs> not much of the year left um but okay sure sure um, so I think it holds just, it's a, it's definitely a C quality film. Mm-hmm. It's a C quality film. What about you, Jonathan? I would agree. I'm going to give this a C middle of the road. It didn't offend me hugely. And I wasn't greatly impressed, uh, especially going into it. I think I had more of a high expectation, uh, for, a movie of this genre and with this concept. Um, I think maybe seeing Barbarian, which is a better movie, <laughs> in my opinion, right before it definitely affected my my viewing experience as well. Um, and just seeing two movies back to back, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, when is this going to Yeah, end? I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, that definitely affected it. But uh, there were a lot of questions I feel like that weren't answered. And, you know, I'm usually, I usually uh, hesitate to say that kind of thing because sometimes movies are meant to, you know, have you questioning yeah, I mean, things it, at the end of it. But, yeah. But, but like with this, I feel like there were so many things that they could have answered for us that didn't need to be questions. Um, and at a at a certain point, you have too many questions. <laughs> uh, so, well, there's being yeah, I'm gonna, leaving the movie vague, and then there's leaving the movie too vague. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, like the ending where she just wakes up and you don't know if she's gotten out of bed or if there's somebody th- there to throw her back or what. That's a good question to have. Makes you wonder, like, is this really the ending? A, is this really a happy ending or not? I think mm-hmm. that's a like a a good question to have after a film. 
a psychological film because it's like, yeah, the torment you have watched is over, but is the torment actually over? Mm-hmm. I think that. But yeah, you're right. It left too many other questions that were like that could have simply been answered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but shout out to the art director, like the the set and the scenery and the art looked amazing. It, it, ge- it gave you that picture perfect 1950s white picket fence uh, aesthetic, which I thought was was, you know, what they were trying to get across in the movie. Uh, cinematography was great and like you guys also mentioned uh florence Pugh, she did a great job um i'm also curious to see because the only other thing that i've seen harry styles acting was dunkirk and he didn't have a huge role in that um and then this you know he was kind of he was a lead role but he was more he was kind of supporting kind of a lead role. I'm curious to see what he does in a lead role, which I know is coming up soon. My policeman. So I'm curious to see how he does in that. Um, yeah, he's also going to technically get people don't like him. He's going to be in Marvel movies. Technically, he's uh, in the Eternals. So. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's not coming out anytime um, soon. I think still. I, I'm pretty sure he plays a gay policeman. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the concept of the <laughs> of that movie, Alex. <laughs> I don't. That doesn't don't, make it better. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. Although, if you want to experience what Florence Pugh experienced in this movie, watch Moon Age Daydream because I watched that too, the most recent David Bowie documentary, and that movie is all over the place. Rightfully so, because I think they're trying to capture like what it is to be in David Bowie's world, how eclectic he was um, as a person who just loved pop culture and, and loved things um, in life, but and loved art. But it's just the fact of like when you're watching it, you're just like, I need my my brain needs to take like five seconds <laughs> to, to to stop. There's so much going on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Heather. It's, it is all right, movie. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> just a call. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, Socials. where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok. As well on TikTok, you can find the first ones to die podcast TikTok, where I post little clips of these podcasts, as well as random little things we do and just things that I do when I am bored at work. What about you, Jerome? Where are we finding you? You find me at Jerome Rett on Instagram, as well as at Rose Media and at Jerome underscore the underscore show to see all the other things I'm working on. And uh, also, if you want more like extra content that you can't get on the audio streaming platforms of the podcast, check out our YouTube channel at The First Ones to Die. You can see all of our extra stuff, including gaming content, vlogs, mini reviews, book reviews, all types of stuff is over there for you to check out. And uh, be on the lookout for when we post when we're doing our next Twitch stream. That's right. We've been streaming video games now. Uh, me and Alex are currently playing Stray. Uh, I don't know how far. It gets so sad. I killed a cat so many times. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to know what uh, Alex is talking about, you got to have to tune in live. Uh, until then, uh, Stray, like these of our Stray playthroughs will be making their ways to YouTube soon. But until then, uh, the only way to be there live and in person is to tune on in on Twitch and check out our streams when they happen live. So be on the lookout on social media when we post the postings, when those will happen. And, uh, yeah. Jonathan, 
Yes, you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can follow us, the first ones to die at gmail. You can follow us at yeah, the first ones to email. die. You can... <laughs> I don't know how you'll do it, but you'll find a way. <laughs> Ain't that how the kids do nowadays? Follow us on email. Um, <laughs> you can follow us at the first ones to die. You can email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe. Also, uh, let us know if you watched this movie. What did you think about it? If you're listening to us via your favorite podcast streaming platform, uh, go ahead and give us five stars and leave us a review as well. That would help us out a bunch. I'm going to mention next week. I'm about to say, we're, we're no, we do have a review next this. week. No, we do. We Wait, do. What? Hocus Pocus 2 comes out September 30th. Okay. We Why? actually have we, a movie for the start of October. We hadn't discussed this at all. So it's live and in person. <laughs> well, well, say, maybe, maybe. You just No, maybe, maybe. I don't know if y'all look at the calendar. You just put on the calendar. Where you just added this two, two minutes ago. Out. You didn't say two that minutes you were out? doing no. it. All right. Why wouldn't we do Hocus Pocus? Well, what it is to be a part of the first was that podcast behind the scenes. Yeah, you put stuff <laughs> on the calendar and nobody looks at it. That's what it's that like to be on this podcast. Now. We're God. supposed to do Lord of the Rings too. We didn't do that either. Oh, Jonathan doesn't like fantasy. We're going to do Lord of the Rings with him. I'm not going to make him watch all that. That's a bunch of lore. It was literally <laughs> two out of episodes. His mind. What, what we were going to get, exactly what we got Arcane. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and it's fair. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>